It's time for Rhema for Today. Whether we realize it or not, there has to be some connection here because Jesus said to this man, Go and sin no more, lest the worst thing come upon you. Praise God. And getting off on that, you can let the devil, you see, drag up everything of the past. But if you've got it all under blood, forget it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just forget it. It's gone, and God don't even remember it. Because he said, I will not remember. I, even I, am he that blotteth out their transgressions, and I will not remember their iniquities. But you see, this man but still holding things against people and in his spirit and in his heart and even against God. But he did get it right. Go and sin no more. I don't believe that God wants to heal people so they can live sinful lives. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Miracles of Healing, Volume 1, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I never will forget a young boy, just nine years of age, really. His mother and daddy, well, I guess his mother was really saved, but his daddy got saved in my meeting, and both all the family got filled with the Holy Ghost, and got into full gospel. This young boy, nine years of age, had an incurable blood disease. Incurable kidney disease, actually. And of course, that affects your blood because it doesn't won't, won't filter out your blood. And, and he can't live. I mean, he can't live. He, he, I mean, the best medical men in the world, especially, just said he has to die. He, he can't. There's not, not even one chance. For him to live. He has to die. He has to die. But that little old boy heard me preach. And he lay up there in the hospital with the doctor saying he's dying and laid up there and quoted that little nine-year-old boy, Matthew 8, 17, himself. They'd tell him. They'd tell him he's going to die. And he'd say, yes, but Jesus said himself. I mean, the Bible said himself. Matthew 8, 17, himself took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses. After saying that for three days and nights, they couldn't find a trace of it about him. His kidneys were functioning. So little boy got saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, healed. They couldn't understand it. I mean, they couldn't understand it. They would want him to uh, come back ever so often, you know, run tests on him. Just, we want to keep a record of this. Well, his daddy would take him back. And he's 10 years old. He's 11 years old. He's 12 years old. He's 13 years old. He's 14 years old. He's 15 years old. He's 16 years old. Fine. Dr. Shaker said, we can't believe it. We just can't believe it. We can't believe it. We can't believe it. That boy is a walking miracle. We can't believe it. Doctors would say that. Just shake their head. But then, you see, he got up about 20 years of age. Got away from home. He got into the hippie movement. Let his hair grow long. His whiskers grow long. Go around looking dirty and unkept, nasty. Away from God. They got up about 23 years of age and that kidney trouble come back on him. Go and send no more or less the worst thing. The same thing or something worse will come on you, see. 
Well, then, of course, he's been, you know, away from home, no communication with his parents, but now then, you know, he's hunting help now in a hurry, you see. Well, he looked his daddy up, and his daddy got him into my meetings. But, you know, you couldn't get him healed. Say, why couldn't you? Well, first place, you couldn't bring him to that same place of simple faith that you did before when he's nine years old. The second place, he hadn't got all the rebellion out of him yet. Parents were sweet Christian people, you see, but he'd rebelled like all the rest of them in their stupidity against all the whole system, you know, as they called it. Nothing in the world but demons and evil spirits, you see. You see, he wasn't so interested in seeking God. He wasn't so interested in getting back into fellowship with God and getting right, as we would call it, with God as getting healed. Well, I think some people have got the cart before the horse. God's not going to heal you so you can go on in your stupid ways. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. Right on the other hand, I've seen sinners healed. But I've seen that same sinner come to the Lord than some of them out preaching the gospel today. But this man's in a different category entirely, you see. Even in coming, as you talk to him, he still lets you know that he just, you know, well, I, I just don't accept this. I don't accept that. Well, if you're not going to accept the Bible, you're not going to accept what the Bible said about the church and the Lord Jesus Christ, you're in bad shape. I've got my own ideas about these things, you see. Now, I'm glad to say that finally, just before he did expire, he did repent. Thank God for that. And saw Jesus and went home to be with the Lord. Now, that wasn't God's perfect will, but that's the best that God could do with the situation. I'm well satisfied that if he had done some repenting, that he did there right at the last, earlier, some weeks, months beforehand, and some straightening up back there then, that he would have made it. But you see, when he saw, he's dying. And he had been there before. Then he called his mama and daddy in and, and apologized to them, said I was entirely wrong, and asked them to forgive him, and got everything straightened up between man and him and God and him, and died in peace. Just a young man, 23, 24 years old. 25, I think he was. Well, that's sad in a way. And right on the other hand, that's like the parents said. I mean, they didn't take it all that bad. They, they rejoiced in the fact, bless God, that he went home to be with Jesus. No, we didn't lose a son. Praise God. He just over in Father's house. Hallelujah. We still got him. But now it would have been good if he could have straightened some of that up beforehand. Whether we realize it or not, there has to be some connection here because Jesus said to this man, Go and sin no more, lest the worst thing come upon you. Praise God. And getting off on that, you can let the devil, you see, drag up everything of the past. But if you've got it all under blood, forget it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just forget it. It's gone, and God don't even remember it. Because he said, I will not remember. I even I am he that blotteth out their transgressions, and I will not remember their iniquities. But you see, this man, 
but still holding things against people and in his spirit and in his heart and even against God. But he did get it right. Go and sin no more. I don't believe that God wants to heal people so they can live sinful lives. I've found in my own life as walking in his life and in his strength and in divine help for 46 years now, I found that the healing life of Christ is a cord that will bind you most assuredly to the altar of holiness. Amen. If you're going to walk in health, you're going to have to walk softly before the Lord. Now we're human and we come short. We miss it. That's the reason he said in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us. And a lot of times as you look back, you think you did pretty well until you go to looking back and say, dear Lord, I missed that a mile, forgive me. Well, we're not talking about those things that we just, you know, unconsciously, where we have unconsciously, not intentionally. We're talking about people that just deliberately and intentionally walk in wrongdoing. Go and sin no more lest a worse thing come on you. And I'll tell you something else. If you're going to walk in health, you're going to have to watch your tongue. You're going to have to watch your tongue. I made reference to this, but it'll bear repetition. One time I was attending a convention, a full gospel convention. I was a vandalist. That's where we evangelists would line up meetings, you know. The pastors would know that we were there, line us up, you know, for meetings. I was a member of this full gospel denomination. And so we're in convention every day, and each night now, for th this is the third night, for the two preceding nights, I, oh, I had difficulty getting off to sleep. Well, of course, you're tired around all day at the convention and so on, but around the other hand, just couldn't get off sleep. And I had some, began to have some symptoms in my body, you know. And I, I'm a great one to walk by faith, claim Mark 11, 24, what things have you desire when you pray, believe you receive them, you'll have them, claim it, it's mine, it's mine, fine. But now then I'm going through the same thing the third night. Finally just got out of the bed and got out on my knees and said, Dear Lord, now, I know the Word of God works and the Word didn't fail, but some way or another, I'm missing it. I'm missing it. Now you just show me. Now isn't that strange? He didn't show me till I asked him. <laughs> but he, he, he's just that way. We need to learn something about him. I'll tell you, so many Christians have never gotten acquainted with their father yet. They just know he's their father. They know they're saved, but they're almost afraid to approach him. And it's strange, but I, I, you know, for lack of a better way to say it, you know, he's a perfect gentleman. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three-CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Discovering Jesus. Also in this package is the CD from Lynette Hagan, entitled, Defeating Satan's Strategies Through Prayer. Last but not least is the book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, 
the present-day ministry of Jesus Christ. You can get all of this for the price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Guess what's happening also this month? Our Christmas lights. Oh, they're so pretty. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes. I mean, of course, the whole campus is pretty, but the park. Especially the park. Oh, my goodness. The park is beautiful. Walk through that park, and it is something else. That's right. And those Christmas lights come on on November the 23rd at 6 p.m. That's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yes, and they continue to jan- through January the 2nd every day, 5.30 p.m. Uh-huh. to 11.30 p.m. right here on the campus. If you want to know something about it, you can just go to raymalights.org. Yes. tells you all about it and maybe has some, probably has some pictures and stuff there too. But you know, honey, I mean, any video that we've had or any pictures, it really does not Capture it how beautiful capture it what is. It really we try is. to, yeah. but yeah. there's no way. Yeah. So, if you're in the area or anywhere close to this area, I think that it would be great to bring your family well, to the Christmas lights. They come in from lights. all over oh, Oklahoma. Yeah. They come in from Arkansas. They come in from Kansas. I know because I've talked to people yes. from both of those and places. From, yes, Missouri. Uh, they come from Missouri <laughs> also, and uh, some people have come all the way up from uh, uh, down at the border of Texas and, and Oklahoma. That's right. So That's just right. make Monday, we'll continue this powerful teaching from Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.